Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Direct Input Podcast. Today is November 27th. It's a Sunday in the year 2016. Fucking, this is like the 22nd fucking episode I've done. And uh, I think today is a good day to fucking check in with everybody about the most recent tour that I just completed. Throughout America, 12,000 fucking miles, the abysmal prayer of the tour with my band Abnormality and joined by the godfathers of grind, Napalm Death, the masters of American melodic death metal, the Black Dahlia Murder, and uh, then we fucking we got split up with two different things here. We got fucking Power Trip for the last leg, as well as Misery Index and fucking uh, Pig Destroyer snuck in there for a weekend. So yeah, fucking quite an awesome tour. Um... Unlike the last tour, I didn't get sick. I was the only dude not to get sick in this fucking tour. <laughs> but again, I mean, I, I had a hangover throw up here and there, but fuck, it ain't no fucking cold or nothing like that. I fucking took care of myself. I got my fucking shut eye. I fucking, you know, it was a totally, totally different fucking vibe uh, than what we were used to in that, that first leg, um, you know. <laughs> we're, we're still a green band. What can I say? Fuck it. You know, we have a lot to learn. And, uh, you know, that that first tour was a very big eye-opener for everybody. And uh, having a driver, Mr. Brent Williams, was a big benefit for us. Um, Brent's from fucking North Carolina. What's up, Hush Poppy? How you doing there, baby? Fucking, uh, he, he's uh, the drummer of uh, Atrocious Abnormality. It's like a cousin band, huh? Something like that, right? And uh, he also drums for Lust of a K. But, um... You know, on average, Brent was there to drive us fucking about two hours after every show um, in the right direction. So uh, by the time that we'd all fucking wake up at a truck stop at like 9 a.m., we were like, oh, we're like halfway there, you know. So um, most of our drives on this were like around fucking six hours. Um, there were a few with time changes, which kind of benefited us. And if there was anything over like nine hours, we had, we had the fucking day off. Um, but, you know, so we, we start the tour. Um, actually... Let's just sum this up real quick. Fucking, I just want to go off and talk about these bands that I fucking play with. It's a lot easier to do it. I, you know, I kind of analyzed the way I did the last one and fucking as what it is, but, you know, um, I can't just go through the chronological thing. There's some cities I've been to, whatever, whatever, and it's not that interesting just to hear me fucking recollect fucking all these, like, chronological dates and fucking whatever, right? So let me just tell you real quick about the bands that we played with. Power Trip, what's up, dudes? Fucking, you guys fucking rock. Fucking, um, definitely uh, one of my favorite bands that we've had the pleasure of tour with because uh, it's not death metal. <laughs> it's fucking thrash metal. It's 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 kind of like thrash metal in the vein. It remind me a lot of Tank It and Sodom. Um, I wouldn't exactly call it crossover. Some of you might. Some of you might call it pizza thrash, but I think the dudes are solid. Fucking, um, just all you guys, fucking, all, everybody in that band fucking rocks. Chris and Chris, fucking Nick, Riley, Blake, fucking very talented core of individuals. Um, you know, Chris, the drummer there, fucking playing in, in innumerable forms. Fucking, uh, phenomenal death metal band. You've probably heard me talk about them on some of the other episodes we had here. Um, Blake's an eternal champion, another phenomenal band, fucking, uh, one of my most played albums of this year, definitely one of my most played ones of the tour, uh, so it was good to be in, uh, just a completely different company, fuck it, uh, you know, we played with so many death metal bands, and, uh, <laughs> fuck it, it was just cool, fucking, uh, and not to mention, too, you guys, uh, Power Chip's a bunch of fucking, fucking, uh, cowboy fans, um, and, uh, you guys got a pretty good team this year, huh, fucking, uh, so it was cool kicking back for like fucking two Sundays with fucking these guys, these fucking maniacs fucking watching fucking football 
fucking Baltimore and fucking San Antonio and fucking, you know, fucking, uh, it's a good fucking team. And plus, you guys are in the fucking fantasy, too. So it was never really a dull moment around fucking Power Trip. Um, so I got to hand it to you guys. Fucking uh, got a new album coming out soon, I think, right? Fucking MPI has been playing that fucking uh, their single. Definitely check that out. It's called Rapid Fire. Um, and I think they're actually playing Boston at the fucking Elks Lodge. Like, this first weekend of December. Um, I had no idea about that. I haven't been to an Elks show in years. So, uh, I hope to make an appearance of that. Fucking be cool to kick back and fucking get some good fucking, uh, some good fucking Massachusetts buds for these guys, right? Take care of you, set you up, make you feel good and proper, right? Um, so yeah, fucking, uh, moving on. Pig Destroyer, fucking, what a bunch of fucking savage maniacs you guys are. Holy shit. <laughs> fucking one of the hottest partying bands I've ever fucking been around. And, um... Fuck, I, you know, I'm just, I can't, I, I'm honestly, I don't know any Pig Destroyer stuff, and that was, like, truly, like, some of the first time I've ever, like, been around fucking hearing their thing, um, not, like, usually, like, my style, I like Mr. Uh, Adam Chavis is fucking drumming a lot, I think he's a, he's a real hoot to watch fucking play the drums, hell of a performer, um, I can't say I'm completely devoted to the fucking Pig Destroyer cause. Um, I gotta get me a fucking Prowl in the Yard copy or something like that, you know, fucking enlighten myself, right? Um, cause I'm fucking missing out. I mean, it's a very important band to a lot of people. Um, Pig Destroyer showed up for, uh, the Baltimore, Boston, and fucking New York City shows. And, uh, those are fucking sick. I mean, I think they were all sold out. Like, band fucking brings motherfuckers in, you know? What can you say? Um, but yeah, definitely one of the great partying bands I've ever been around. <laughs> that Baltimore show was just joint after joint after joint. It was a super crowded fucking green room. It was probably like 20 people in a little 10 by 10 room. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys fucking kept it going, you know? I, I don't know. That's all I could say. Um, I, and I didn't even know, like, Scott Hull was in that band until I, like, he, I heard him talking about Anal Cunt a lot. <laughs> fucking, so, like, we we had a little hot to hot fucking uh, on the final date because I, I was completely oblivious that he was in just whatever you know that dude's done a ton of different bands and uh, very talented core and I had no idea that John Javis too was an actor that um, is in like Veep and uh, House of Cards like all those shows like I don't really get around like that and watch that stuff so uh, it was interesting you know fucking uh, <laughs> fucking uh, much respect to you guys fucking uh, I, I like getting my mind blown by fucking random shit like that and Pig Destroyer was definitely fucking there to provide that uh, Misery Index fucking um, dude fucking love you guys I've known Jason for uh, 16 nearly 17 years and uh, Jason was like the first dude I ever like tape traded with and uh, fucking yeah I mean so it was cool it was very fucking cool to have that all come like full circle of torn. Uh, I mean, that band stayed at my my house fucking more times than I can remember. We've had several parties up here, done all sorts of fun shit, and uh, it was a good full circle moment to fucking be out there with you guys. I mean, shit, fucking Adams, fucking. I remember Adams fucking first tour. It was like a second or third show outside of fucking Missouri or whatever, fucking playing up in Boston. Fucking Christ. Um, so, you know, and same with Mark. I mean, I remember Mark's first tour fucking crashing out, you know. I mean, shit, I fuck. Fucking remember when Mike was in that band, fucking Sparky, Kevin Talley. I mean, it's classic band to me. Um, some of you don't fucking, uh, yeah. I've heard, I've heard several of you fucking say that it's more of a hardcore version of Dying Fetus. You might be right. Uh, I, I don't know. I frankly don't care. I think that band's fucking, they bring it. And, uh, 
they're one of the better live bands you could ask to play with on night after night. Because um, they definitely fucking make believers out of anybody they play in front of. Fucking one of the most fucking uh, fucking intimidating bands, in my opinion. I mean, the fucking guys bring it. Fucking <laughs> as simple as that guy. Fucking, you know, um, what can I say? Fucking, I, I've always loved Misery and Ducks, and I've always been very humble to be around them and to tour with them was an absolute fucking pleasure. So much love to you all, fellas. Hope to do it again soon. Uh, the Black Dahlia Murder. Oh, fuck. Here's another band, another one come full circle, right? I'm selling weed to these guys fucking years ago at the Palladium. Like, their first fucking American tour, fucking, or second one, whatever. I mean, these guys go from playing a fucking VFW in Malden to fucking playing the fucking Palladium within, like, six months, right? And this is, like, fucking 15 years. But, um, Christ, I mean, fucking, there was, there was always this lore with them because they were into Goratory, uh, Trevor particularly, I, you know, fucking, what a great metalhead. Say what you want about these popular guys, but fucking a dude like Trevor who knows his shit, and they all know their fucking shit, it's, you know, like, it's not like they're just some fucking trendy hot topic type of band. These guys fucking are metalheads. They fucking, they know all the ins and outs of the genre, and they still listen. They still fucking support the scene, buy new music, check out new music, everything. Um, Trevor was always one of those guys, though, that fucking was infatuated with Goratory. And, um, I mean, long story short, we got, I ended up bringing... Black Dahlia to fucking the Goratory home in Natick fucking years ago. And uh, that led to a big relationship. I mean, ultimately, what's fucked up is that I actually kind of broke up fucking Goratory, uh, mainly because fucking uh, Burning Silence was their other side band or whatever, right? Uh, they signed with fucking Prosthetic, which is run by fucking Dahlia's fucking manager. Um, and lo and behold, they went out and Go on tour, go on tour, and then, you know, Alan and Max are in Despised Icon together, and then now fucking Max is in Black Dahlia, and, you know, it's it's kind of a fuck, another one of those crazy, fucked up, full circle fucking moments, you know? Um, so to tour with Max, fucking, who's been, like, one of my longtime fucking mentors with bass playing, um, you know, as a Metro West guy, as an Ashland kid, fucking, that was fucking really sweet, dude. <laughs> fucking, it was, like, really heartwarming, you know? I mean, you know some dude like that every day, and you know. Um, so I don't know. It, it was it was a very kind of, especially with Jay, too. I mean, Jay's in Goratory, and fucking the three of us, you know, it's just, it was kind of, a, it was just a really fucking nice thing. What can I say? It's, uh, it was fucking um, liberating, you know. It was a lot of fucking vindication, I think, in all parties with that shit. And uh, I think more than anything, we're all happy that we're still doing it. You know, fucking let alone have each other, but we're all still doing it and taking it to this level now is fucking exciting as fuck. So, yeah, fucking Dahlia, what can I say? You guys fucking set the bar every night for everybody. Um, I mean, you guys really show what hard work and, and, and perseverance can do for you in this fucking business. Get out there touring six months out of the year, breaking balls like you guys do. Fucking it pays off, um, you know. Considering, too, that you guys still fucking bang out an album every two years, six albums, fucking 12 years. That's fucking impressive. I don't care who the fuck you are. Fucking, you guys work at it. You work your craft. And uh, you deserve all the recognition and fucking respect and admiration that you've earned. Because fucking, you're definitely one of the top American bands. I don't give a fuck what any of you cocksuckers say. You want to fucking throw some fucking obscure, weird, old fucking underground band, whatever. Fucking Black Dye is the top of the food chain band. Fucking fuck you if you disagree. Uh, Napalm Death, fucking another cool full circle fucking thing. I mean, cause Diatribes, <laughs> Diatribes, like one of their worst albums, arguably. 
<laughs> is the first album that I bought fucking by them. And it was like, it was probably the first extreme metal album I got. I think I bought that and fucking Cradle of Filth at the same time. Something like that, right? <coughs> what do I know? Fucking 14 years old. What am I going to do, you know? Regardless, fucking, and uh, to be able to tour with them was fucking kind of surreal, you know? I mean, complete fucking uh, innovators of, of uh, a genre, uh, pioneers of just extreme metal music in general. I mean, few bands have been around as long as they have, and few bands have been doing as heavy, hot, and fast as they have. Um, it's just it's a very short and narrow list of bands that can even come close to the accomplishments that they've pulled off. Um, but, you know, to boot, fucking, you guys are a fucking absolute fucking pleasure to be around. Um, I mean, Bonnie, oh, man, brother, fucking love you, man. Fucking, I mean, there's so many great conversations sharing with Mr. Greenway. Uh, you know, over coffee, man makes a hell of a cup of coffee. Fucking takes his coffee very serious, folks. Love it, love it. I mean, fucking, just a very hospitable band. It was very different than some of the other experiences we've had on tour. Napalm really went out of their way to fucking make sure that we were comfortable, that we were welcome, that we were fucking straight with everything and fucking taken care of. Um, just no attitudes whatsoever. No attitudes, you know. It was just, it was very fucking refreshing and very reassuring to see that a band could be that humble and fucking human fucking after being a band for fucking nearly 30 years. I mean, that, that's just fucking, it really speaks to the, 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 to the quality of people that are in that band. Um, and we really can't spe speak highly enough about it. I mean, I, it was an absolute pleasure to watch you guys play for 60 minutes a night, every fucking night. And, um, shit guy. I mean, I, I hope we can do it again. <laughs> See you guys again soon. You know, fucking whatever's clever. Fucking, um, but yeah, a lot, lot of good conversations with Mr. Greenway. Um, nothing too out of the ordinary, honestly. I mean, a lot of, I mean, Considering that we were out there in the middle of a fucking presidential election season and witnessed an election while we were out there, uh, that was quite a turn of events. So, yeah, guy. All right, so fucking, uh, where am I at? 15 fucking minutes here already, burning up talking about fucking all sorts of shit, huh? <laughs> oh, I got fucking hack one. Oh, fuck. You know, I got sick when I got back. Go figure. <laughs> so fucking yeah So here I am it's, We're in Spencer today Or I'm in Spencer uh, Smoking a little Wonder Woman I get the fucking red zone On my fucking uh, sling box Sling TV Whatever you want to call it The fuck it is The cord cutting Fuck this shit Fucking I got it up on the computer Fucking Watching uh, The not Andy Dalton quarterback Throw the ball away in the end zone Makes me happy Fuck the fucking Bengals <clears throat> What can you do ah, Fuck the Ravens too Fucking, oh, fucking these guys. I don't know. So, anyways, fucking, we start off this tour. Fucking, um, first show was in fucking Wichita, Wichita, Kansas City. Fucking, this is actually the second time I've been there. Um, I played a spot years ago. That now I can't fucking recall the name. Oh, the Oz Cafe. The Oz Cafe is where I played before. So, going back to Wichita, I was expecting to play the Oz Cafe or something similar. And if you don't know what the Oz Cafe was, it was a hobby shop. It was a hobby shop filled with fucking magic and Pokemon cards and baseball football cards and all that shit. And cut out fucking posters of David Robinson and all this shit, right? 
Uh, this is like 2008 I played that. And I think we didn't even get a buyout that night, but the dude gave us like um, like fucking box sets of magic cards. So you watching all these bands duel each other and shit. Fucking, you know. Ugh. <laughs> but it's the first show of the tour, and it's a Sunday, and we drove fucking like 24 nonstop hours to be there. Uh, we actually went to Chattanooga first to pick up Brent. And uh, that's nothing too out of the ordinary, honestly. It's, you know, Chattanooga, what can I say? We actually went to Cabela's. Malika went to Cabela's with us. Did not expect it to be a right-wing version of REI, did you, dear? No. <laughs> it was not that very vegan-friendly. I mean, as soon as you walk in there, fucking it's uh, you got, like a raccoon shooting a fucking cannonball at you. Fucking little taxidermy hanging up everywhere in that fucking place. But regardless, you know, we ended up, uh, you know, because we bought these um, dry, dry freeze fucking, freeze-dried fucking meals, that you call them, right? Dehydrated meals or some shit, some spaceship-type fucking thing. All you do is add hot water. I don't know. Fucking, it was like $6 a meal, uh, usually about 800 calories. You hold yourself over. It worked very well for the first week and a half of tour. I think, I think everybody was happy fucking with the accommodations of fucking what we had. It's urban camping. What are you going to do? Fucking, you got to fucking make the best of it, right? So we play in Wichita, um, meet up with the fellas. I mean, really nothing out of the ordinary other than the fact that football was on, and Jeremy and I both tied one on. Uh, we definitely both had about two pitches apiece fucking uh, before we got on stage. <laughs> and uh, I think we easily had the worst show of the tour fucking that night. And it felt good to get the fucking bad one out of you. Because uh, whatever. Fucking it went up and up and up and up fucking every show from there. Fucking like, um, what can I say? Fucking we're watching the Patriots in fucking 24 hours. And if it was a time to have a bad show, it was that night, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But we did it. We got it out of our system. And, uh, you know, fucking that club, uh, the, the riot. No, it wasn't the riot room. Fucking some other fucking joint. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um, I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. Fucking good food. Good, you know, they had like $5 specials all day long. The fucking buyout. So it worked out. It worked out. Uh, but the next day, uh, we actually uh, had the next day off. We had Halloween off. And um, so we had to drive from Wichita um, to New Mexico, because our first gig was in Farmington, and I'll just say real quick, we spent the day off at a campsite outside of fucking Albuquerque, uh, it's about fucking 30, 45 minutes fucking northwest of Albuquerque, the Coronado Campground, and for $14, you get a fucking lovely view of fucking, uh, whatever mountains there, fucking, uh, I don't know, something with an S, but you're in like, I don't know, Berniquio or some shit. I don't fucking know the name of these towns, all right? You can help me out and listen to the climate, wherever the fuck it is. But it's a Coronado campground, okay? And this is where they first discovered the fucking Pueblo fucking, like, uh, ruins and all this shit. And you're right on the Rio Grande. I did a little desert hike, fucking, because they got a trail there. Fucking treacherous around there. You see all these mysterious little fucking holes in the ground. You don't know what they are, what they're for, where they're going, who's watching you. And then you got fucking cactus all over the fucking ground. So it's not like you can just go out there with your flip-flops. Fucking, like, you get fucking punctured. Fucking, you know, like, fucking vicious fucking nature out there. Um, the campground was fucking great, though. They give you a little, like, Pueblo-type fucking hot thing with a picnic table. Fucking lit a bag of charcoal on fire. A couple dogs. A couple fucking hot dogs. Uh, little sausages. Um, cut up a pepper and, a, and an onion. Fucking put them all together. It was a nice little meal. Nice little meal. And, uh, you know, we stay in the van that night. I mean, that's like actually every night practically fucking. But uh, 
But still, for 14 fucking dollars and a peace of mind to be close to nature, just be quiet like that, it was very fucking refreshing. So I highly recommend going camping in New Mexico if anybody can. Fucking, it's well worth your time. Go camping anywhere. If you got banned, go camping on a day off. Fucking get the campsite. Go do it. Fucking be somebody. You know, you just want to fucking nice and relaxing event, you know. So we this leads us to Farmington, New Mexico. And uh, we were playing. I was unaware at the time, but it was basically a fucking reservation town. Um, uh, so there was a lot of Navajo, a lot of Apache, the Hopi Indians. And um, let me just tell you something. As a general rule of thumb, the poorer the community, the more crazy the fucking shows are. All right? I'll fucking stand by that. I mean, this is... Honestly, I thought this might have been one, like, probably a top three crazy show of the fucking tour. Because there was nonstop fucking cra- uh, stage diving and the crowd surfing, just really good fucking pits. Bunch of fucking maniacs outside. Everybody's fucking drinking, fucking some decent weed, fucking... All in all, it was a fucking solid, solid fucking show. It was a great start to the tour. I mean, we're at, this is when Napalm shows up, too, and Misery Index gets there. Um, so, you know, we're all getting acquainted, having some parking lot beers and all that shit. Uh, but New Mexico, I mean, Farmington, New Mexico, who would have thought? I didn't know where the fuck this town was. It's in the northwest corner of the fucking state. And uh, it was fucking tit. Fucking, uh, I'd definitely go back there in a heartbeat. I mean, I think every band should be going to this fucking city. It was fucking, and the venue was called Top Deck. It was all right. It was all right. I mean, they, I think they have one of those, like, you got to drink beer upstairs policies. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. You figure out a way around that, right? You're a fucking adult. You figure this out. <laughs> fucking, uh, I did have the New Mexico chili with the greens on top. There was a fucking really good uh, little spot next door, a little shack. Fucking selling the fucking stuff. And uh, for five bucks, that was the best chili I've ever had in my fucking life. It was fucking outstanding. So the New Mexico chili's for real. Fucking everybody told me about it, and I can verify and confirm. It's fucking awesome. Go go do yourself a favor. Get some. Order yourself some uh, New Mexico chilies online. Fucking, I think there's, uh, that's the secret to the sauce right there, honestly. But, you know. So, anyways, we go over the next day. Uh, we Next day, we were set to play Phoenix. And um, we actually spent the fucking afternoon. We drove all night and then got to the Grand Canyon about fucking 1030 in the morning. And um, we paid $30 to get up in there. And um, real quick, it's worth every fucking dollar, okay? Uh, I'll tell you, though, real quick, too. Get gasoline before you get in there. Make sure you get a full fucking tank. Because we realized we had like a quarter when we got in there. And then like, like fuck, we need gas. You know, you just pay the money and all that. They got a gas station in there that's whacking people fucking like a buck and a half more than what you probably would have on the outside. I mean, it was like $3 fucking, like three sixty for a fucking gallon in there or something retarded like that. Uh, but you got to need it, man, because there's a lot of driving. We went to the southwest side. Of the Grand Canyon. And this fucking thing, I didn't realize this Grand Canyon, right, is like the size of the fucking uh, Delaware. So it's not exactly like something you just kind of fucking, you know, I mean, you could just drive right through it in theory, right? But fucking, I mean, realistically, though, it could take you a whole week to fucking do everything that's in there. Um, And I'm definitely going to go back. I plan to go back and experience it a little bit more proper. But we did three sites there on the southwest side. And it was like three out of like 25 that are there. And I think there's like two or three other gates you fucking go into the canyon at and fucking, you know, get the peep around at. Um, the beauty's absolutely astonishing. It's awe-inspiring. It's larger than life. It's more than I could ever uh, fucking tell you. I can't hype it up to you too much because you need to experience it. If you have experienced it, you know what I'm talking about. It's just 
it's bigger than fucking anything you could conceive. And uh, it's the stuff that dreams are made of, honestly. I mean, it's fucking some real fucking heavy, heavy fucking terrain, you know. Um, so, you know, lo and behold, fucking, I highly recommend going to the Grand Canyon. I mean, there was multiple nationalities there. People crying because they seen it for the first time after a lifetime of anticipation. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> fucking go to the Grand Canyon worth every fucking penny. Uh, thirty thirty bucks for a fucking a van full of fucking maniacs like us. Six of us a piece, you know. It's like six of us. Fucking, you can't beat that, dude. Five bucks a piece. Why not? Do it. Live. Go out there. See the world. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, I'm not really big on Phoenix. It's fucking uh. It's like all fucking Joe Aperio where that fucking jerk-off sheriff is, right? Fucking open carry motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> People are great, though. Fucking uh, shout-out to Noah for letting us crash out that night. Fucking much obliged, my friend. Much obliged. Thank you so much. Um, we had a good set. Uh, it was actually some of the best sound, uh, sound stage that we've... Um, um, stage sound, rather. Well, um, stage sound. Fucking that we've ever had. Um... Uh, you know, good night overall, merch, blah, blah, blah. I will remember Phoenix more than anything because that is the night where I got to meet, really get acquainted with Joe um, from Long Island. Uh, fucking who's uh, doing the sound there, Mr. Big Cat, fucking Napalm Death Sound guy. Uh, this fella's done all sorts of stuff. He just did the new uh, Dehumanized album. He's done the Castrator album. He's done a ton of stuff. You've, you've heard this guy work aboard at a show you've been to. You just don't know who he is. He's the real true guy behind the guy. Mr. Joe, I'm not going to give out your last name. I don't know. I'm, you think I am a creep or something? <laughs> it's probably something Italian, right? <laughs> Anyways, fucking Joe, love you, bud. Fucking, we watched uh, the World Series that night and uh, burned up fucking like eight gigs. Fucking like, <laughs> like watching a fucking extra inning game. The World Series game, that game seven was awesome. That was one of the best game sevens I've seen in fucking forever. I think that series was... Um, much better than any series that the Red Sox have won. I mean, let's be realistic. Red Sox are sweet motherfuckers. That was seven fucking intense games, guy, and a dramatic comeback to fucking tie it all up and blah, 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 right? Fucking, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, and, and the, the agony of watching the World Series on your fucking tablet or whatever the hell we were doing was that fucking, we burned up all the gigs. I ended up having to find a live stream on YouTube. It was some little fucking jerk-off kid from Iowa Fucking like some 10-year-old kid up past his bedtime. Fucking playing a stream of him and watching it in his fucking like living room. And the, and this little jerk-off kept threatening to fucking cancel the whole thing and shut off the stream if like he didn't get 5 million fucking subscribers by fucking midnight or some shit. Fucking hustler. Fucking, I, I can't even fucking get a thousand CDs sold in a week. And this kid's getting fucking 5 million fucking subs in fucking 45 minutes. It's just, uh, ugh, fucking modern technology. It's fucking mind-blowing at times the shit people do. But, yeah, we watched the game on that. It was literally this little, like, fucking, like, you know, on my screen condensed down to, like, a little, like, two-inch fucking screen on YouTube. Fucking with, like, tw like fucking ten of us fucking huddled around watching the fucking game. Fucking something else. Quite an experience. Can't lie. Fucking, uh, you know, I I'll never fucking forget that. Never forget where I was watching the World Series that year. Um, so, from there, we moved on from Phoenix to go to Santa Ana. Fucking the Observatory. Nice big old venue. Uh, great green rooms. Fucking, um... Uh, I don't remember what I ate that night, but, uh, yeah, they had a restaurant there. There was this, like, fucking band called Wild Beasts. Wild Beasts. Fucking, they were playing 
at the other room there, and they were like actually kind of cool. I, I walked in there for like two songs. I liked it, fucking uh, you know, electronic stuff. You know, like fucking sounded British, looked British. You know, like that sort of thing. Fucking, uh, you know, if you like your new wave, I'm sure you might have heard about these guys, the Wild Beasts. But yeah, fucking, you know, it was, what can I say? I, I don't really listen to death metal in the van because I'm just around it all day long. And uh, I like to fucking chill out with something completely different. And uh, that was just what the doctor wanted that night. But uh, Santa Ana was great. It was a big party. All the Metal Blade people were there. I did, we did get the prep talk uh, from fucking Mike Fairley. I'm not going to reveal what was said, but... I don't know if I get that one. Fucking anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what's up. Fucking Mike Fairley. Fucking, I, we love being a part of Metal Blade. I am so happy to be a part of that label. Fucking, I, I cannot even begin to fucking reveal how much I fucking love being in, uh, involved with this team. I, it's just, there's no place else I would rather be with music right now than Metal Blade Records. And uh, meeting Fairley again was a fucking absolute fucking hoot. So thank you, sir. Much love to you, sir. Fucking, uh, we stayed out that night in Santa Ana. Jay's girlfriend, busy, fucking her childhood home, fucking right across uh, the Los Alamos, fucking uh, right across from the racetrack there, fucking the horse track, fucking we stayed down there. It was like right between the horse track and the fucking Air Force Base. Had a great night's sleep. Fucking next day was a, <laughs> it was supposed to be like 45 minutes to L.A., but it ended up being two hours, I think. I don't know. What can I say? Um... We played the Regent in Los Angeles, uh, sold out show, and as soon as we got there, fucking the Welcome to the Jungle video had a whole new context. I mean, you get out of the van, dude, smoking crack, fucking, <laughs> fucking like, fucking hawking all sorts of weird gold chains and shit. It's just like, what? fucking, I don't care. I mean, fucking, <coughs> I was definitely sketchy, definitely sketchy. For fucking, um. Ultimately, you know, what can I say? They gave me some weed. We spun one up, got it done. Um, you know, there was a hooker that followed us around for most of the evening. She was staked out um, right by where, like, all the bands are loading out and shit. Got to see this weird fucking white-haired pimp fucking go up there and counsel her fucking the whole night. It was just fucking, <laughs> fucking Los Angeles, man. Um, that night, fuck, I don't even think we got paid. E well, no, we didn't get paid. Of course we got paid, but we didn't get catering. Um, it was a small green room backstage. I mean, it was like fucking 1,500 people in this club. And it was definitely one of the craziest clubs. Uh, I like to mark, too, that I met Caton from fucking um, Hyrax in Santa Ana. And he was also in the uh, Los Angeles show. And they did perform fucking the uh, Hate, Fear, Power fucking with Napalm Death two nights in a row. So that was, that was fucking killer. It was probably like my highlights from both shows. Because um, Napalm would do covers every night. they do The Offenders and... Hyrax, fucking Dead Kennedys, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we fucking... Uh, I had Subway that night. That's what I did. That's why I'm rambling about fucking food. But we ended up doing um, Run to the Grills afterwards. Run to the Grills, which is a uh, a fucking uh, cooking show run uh, by Heather. Fucking um, on, uh, what is it? I think Metal Injection fucking putting this thing out or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, fucking, she taught Malika how to make fucking the, what do you call it, Satan or whatever, fucking, like, that vegan shit, right? Very good food, I might add. Fucking, I didn't know how to make it. Fucking very easy. Shit. I was fucking blown away by how easy that shit was. Um, but, you know, much, much, uh, many thanks to you, Heather. Much love, fucking, for uh, helping us out there. We couldn't stay that long, but we had a very nourishing meal, some pasta, fucking, um, it was some sort of, like, fucking fish chowder. 
fucking like uh, that Portuguese. I fucking I made it for you, Craig. What was it called? The bacalhau. What the fuck was that called? The Portuguese fish fucking chowder. I can't remember. That's what, it was very similar to that. It was thick like stew almost. And uh, it was like the last thing I expected to have at 3 in the morning in fucking Los Angeles. But it hit the fucking spot. So very, very good food. Um, from there, we drove up to San Francisco. Another sold-out show at the chapel. Um, Sam and I walked around the Mission neighborhood because that's where we were. And we were both very disappointed that we were not able to take a tour of kink.com, um, which, yeah, put that in your browser. <laughs> not very work safe. Fucking kink.com fucking is, the, um, is based out of the old Amory that's in fucking San Francisco. And uh, they have like 20 or 25 fucking sites dedicated to some pretty hardcore BDSM pornography. And, uh, but they offer tours. And uh, frankly, I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping to see a little Ultimate Surrender live. <laughs> okay, who wouldn't love that? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, but San Francisco, holy shit. What a bunch of funny fucking people are over there, huh? Holy shit. Funny little outfits and fucking twisted mustaches and all that like weird shit. Fucking. <laughs> just fucking. I don't know. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Great dog town, San Francisco. Everybody had fucking dogs. Fucking. It was cool. And they were all friendly. Everybody, every dog wanted to meet you and say hello. Very nice. Liked it a lot. Definitely want to go back there again. The chapel was killer. Thank you so much for the killer catering that night. Folks, any venue that provides you steak, fried chicken, and sodfish as your entree fucking rules, okay? You, and then let alone they throw you a little couscous, fucking you know, pita chips with the salsa verde, fucking like lacrosse, fucking, you know, 12 packs. Fucking very nice, folks. Fucking cannot thank you guys tonight for the, for the phenomenal treatment. Phenomenal treatment. Fucking, um, and great staff, too. I forget your name there, dear, but your little, uh, little Costanza girl, uh, fucking Chase Costanza, fucking, <laughs> fucking, she was the girl, uh, per- I don't know, patrolling the whole back room and all that shit, fucking, you know, fucking, great job, fucking, love you, dear, fucking, um, just, I, I, what can I say, that was my first time playing San Francisco, and it was fucking awesome, I would love to go back there, it is expensive, it is very expensive, but fucking, playing there is an absolute fucking joy, and that night we got to hang out with fucking Ellie, and fucking Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Forge from fucking Syphilic, got rot, mutilated. He was out there in fucking San Francisco fucking with uh, his girlfriend, Ellie. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure to fucking hang out with you guys. Thank you so much for buying us the fucking bullet bourbon that lasted us well throughout the rest of the tour. Fucking, uh, fuck, I, it's, I love being around you guys. Fucking wish we could have done it more often. Fucking, uh, just so much going on. You know, it's tough some nights when you're doing these fucking... It's just all these loadings, man. Fucking just so much striking shit and being around. You got to watch shit and be here and be there. And you can't fucking be around people. And you can't just hang out. You can't just talk because it's fucking wicked loud music is what it is. So, you know, fucking hopefully we can do it again in the future, right? Huh? That's the idea. Um, but San Francisco was killer. Really can't wait to get back there. Um, that was the most northern we actually traveled, though, in that tour, believe it or not. Um, well, actually, Chicago's a little bit more north, but we just went due east from there, and uh, that was the last Cali show. That was the last West Coast Time show. Uh, we woke up the next day in Reno, um, Sunday, hungover, uh, definitely uh, had casino breakfast, 
and uh, threw it up promptly as soon as I vacated the venue. <laughs> the rather the, the fucking uh, the casino. I mean, just uh, the whole thing kind of made me sick. Fucking looking at everybody in there. It's just all the noise and fucking ugh. Hang. I, I think casinos are like probably like my top three like worst place to be hungover. Honestly, it's like there. Airports aren't as bad as that. Honestly, I mean TSA is one thing, but fucking at least airports are fucking a little bit more relaxed. I don't know. Fucking um. But yeah, uh, we actually spent like fucking eight hours in the parking lot of Walmart. We we bought a new trailer hitch that jacked up the trailer about a good inch and a half, two inches, I think, and uh, really improved that ride. Uh, what can I say about the trailer and all that? I mean, this this van having this van was fucking tit. Um, you know, big props to Jay for fucking uh building bunks for everybody. I say everybody. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not really good at sleeping in these bunks. Uh, I. <laughs> I never realized I could get that claustrophobic. Fucking waking up in the middle of the night, fucking in a heated, fucking sweated panic, fucking hyperventilating. <gasps> Feels like you're in a fucking coffin. But um, ultimately, fucking, uh, I mean, just having that, those bunks really enabled us to be comfortable and get a good eight to ten hours of sleep every night. I mean, everybody was very well rested. Um but the trailer was definitely a concern, and we bought a new fucking... Because it was leaning down too much, and we kept bottoming out everywhere with that fucking thing. And uh, so, you know, it takes you usually about, like, three or four shows to figure out how to really pack it right. And uh, we finally we, we devised the perfect scheme fucking uh, for weight distribution. Really took time to, to nail that all down for fucking Reno. Because, um, you know, it, things got a little hairy that night. I think there was some black ice in the Sierra Nevada mountains and shit. And... Uh, you know, I, from there we were going to Salt Lake. It's not going to get any easier. So, um, uh, Salt Lake City is fucking interesting. Like the people there a lot. Fucking lovely people. Wonderful people. Uh, even the Mormons. You're, you're a little bit creepy. A little bit seductive. But you're nice. And, uh, real quick about fucking Salt Lake City. We fucking, I don't know, we had some, I think I got like a chicken teriyaki bowl at a food court for like four bucks that morning. Um, but the whole fucking city feels like you're at the old school Framingham Shoppers World mixed with like the fucking native collection. All right. And if nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about, it feels like a giant mall that's outside. Very well kept. Um, no, no trash. I think we counted four black people the whole time that we were there. It's a very white place. Um, but we wanted to fucking, you know, we go meander. Me and Sam always meandered together. Fucking see what's going on. And uh, we wanted to find the temple. And sure as shit, the temple's kind of there at the middle of the fucking city. Um, but before I get to the temple, we find like the, it's actually called um, Temple Square is where you go to find this shit. Okay. 35 acres of fucking Mormon religion. That's what it is. And it's not just religion, it's like the epicenter, like all the fucking shit, like their holy fucking site is like right here, you know, like Civilization 6, fucking this is your holy site right here, you're planting fucking, fucking Salt Lake City. Um, they had this giant fucking tabernacle building that was like a fucking circle or whatever, right? And it's basically built to accentuate the power of the organ, to amplify the organ that's in there. You could hear this fucking thing from like a quarter mile away. And ladies and gentlemen, went in there. That was the most impressive church organ I've ever seen in my fucking life. Ever seen. Massive. Massive. Massive fucking organ. And to make matters even more interesting, they got this little, like, 10-year-old kid up there fucking banging keys and shit. Like, fucking Chopin. Fucking 
you know, but he's all minuscule and small in comparison to everything else, right? <laughs> um, go figure. The fucking uh, organ was built in in Boston, like in, in like uh, with like brass from like fucking Quebec or something like that too. So um, it was weird because like there was granite everywhere in this little time um, Temple Square uh, spot that they got over there. Uh, I mean. It's weird to me because fucking, um, you know, I mean, I, I spot green and me. I'm like, oh, fuck, feeling fucking town hall like that in town, you know, fucking. It reminds me of New England whenever I see it. And we never saw granite throughout the tour outside the, uh, the northeast um, except in Salt Lake City. So it, it turns out that all these fucking fucked up followers and settlers and all this shit, they brought it all west on the railroad when they was on their way out there. Um, Listen, it's just kind of, uh, by the time we got to the temple, it kind of all made sense because you got all these little, the sisters the Mormon sisters, they fucking run up to you and they want to fucking talk about fucking Mormonism and, and their faith and fucking, it's very fucking bizarre to me. You could, you could look at them and the blinders are on. There's just something fucking missing. There's no connection. Fucking like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just a lifelessness behind the eyes. Like, they're not thinking. Um, and what can I say? It's a, it's a bunch of followers, you know, no disrespect to fucking... Any of you out there listening from the Mormon faith, uh, it's just fucking interesting, though. Um, I found the whole process of them being, like, talking like that to be, like, somewhat seductive. And I felt like, you know, I turned to Sam, like, damn, it feels like these broads are, like, offering us, like, some sort of, like, orgy. Like, some, you know, fucking all this fucking, you know, all these fucking um, open marriages and shit that they do. It's just, it's just kind of weird to me, fucking, the way that they come off, um. I, I don't know. I'm not going to fucking rant against this shit too much. You know, fucking... It, we got to the temple, and I found it odd. Uh, the, there was another old broad there who was very friendly, and she was talking to us. And the temple's got to be the biggest fucking thing in the whole city. Literally. It is the biggest thing. They actually have a fucking legitimate building code that states that that temple has to be the biggest thing in the entire fucking city of Salt Lake. So fucking... It's interesting... Uh, <laughs> Furthermore, it's interesting because fucking nobody's like really even allowed in there. Like the, the woman who was talking to us, fucking soliciting all this information, fucking she wasn't even allowed in there. I guess they only use it for like fucking weddings or some sort of like fucking whatever ceremony. I don't know, fucking. But like it was just odd. Um, they got this giant golden fucking trumpeter and angel on top of the fucking uh, the temple. And uh, so naturally, Sam starts breaking up balls about what's the name of the angel, and you know, she, you know, he's the guy that found the book in the ground or the plate or where the fuck it was. And Sam asked her what the name of the sword was, and she didn't know. I mean, like Sam, like crap, Sam started getting all Da Vinci code on the broad. It's like, oh, this is sort of lame. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> totally fucking like just like blew open the, the you know like fucking years of this fucking woman's training the fucking. You know, reveal her the deep secrets of Mormonism. Fucking, you know, a couple fucking jerk off mass old Taurus fucking in a metal band. Keeping it real. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, Temple Square is kind of fucking, it's unlike anything I've seen uh, regarding religion. It's it's just, it's interesting. You should experience it if you can. Go check it out. Um, Salt Lake City, though, very clean city. Horrific fucking air quality. What the fuck is the matter with you people? It's second... It's second worst air quality in all of America. It's it's right next to fucking Los Angeles. A um, lot of great looking mountains. Couldn't really fucking see them. All fucking smog. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's fucking. It's weird. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing out there. <laughs> You're not doing your homework. I don't think. Fucking get some science in you. Fucking figure some shit out. Fucking uh, improve yourself. Anyways, 
And, uh, oh, and that's another thing, too, about this this club. You know, we got to this club, and fucking, um, it's nice. It's a nice club. Mm, we got a chandelier. And uh, bartender's wearing some sort of, like, bondage gear. And I'm like, looking at the wall, and they got drag queens coming here in a week or every Tuesday or something. I'm like, we're playing a gay club in fucking Salt Lake? And uh, somebody's like, no, there's a gay club next door. I'm like, what? You know? <coughs> gay bar. I guess every fucking uh, homosexual in Utah who gets fucking kicked out of their home, unfortunately, in Utah, ends up in Salt Lake. And not just in Salt Lake, in the district we were in. Because uh, particularly, I mean, honestly, um, as soon as you crossed, like, a train track, fucking all the trash suddenly appeared in our district that we were playing in that night. I do speak highly about how clean it was downtown and all that shit. Um, but, yeah, the rest of, like, <laughs> where we were playing that night was a complete fucking drop-off of fucking, you know, uh, cleanliness and all that shit. So it is what it is. What can I say? Fucking. Um, but, yeah, apparently that's the thing. Like, a lot of gay people in Salt Lake City there who got kicked out of their home and fucking. It wasn't necessarily a gay club, but it was definitely, uh, you know what I'm saying. Fucking, it, it was a little, little you know, open-minded to that sort of thing, so. It was nice to see. It was encouraging. Uh, the next day, we were in Denver. Fucking, um, I promptly uh, walked like five miles to buy weed that day. I don't know. I just walked all over the city. Um, you know, hey, it was good. It's All the weed's good. I got a couple pre-roll joints for fucking like 15 bucks. I got an eighth. Uh, I'm not big, though. I'll tell you, folks. Fucking, if you're out there trying to buy weed, try to have somebody from uh, Colorado buy it for you. Because if you're buying it by yourself with your out-of-state ID, they're going to whack you, like, a 20% fucking, like, charge on top of it. Some sort of, like, out-of-state tax. And, uh, yeah, I could have done that better. So, I, but, you know, fucking, it's, this is just all fucking, you know, knowledge. This is all fucking intel I'm passing on to you, the consumer. When you go out to Denver, make sure that you have somebody from out there buy you the weed, fucking, because you're going to pay remarkably extra money fucking just to have fucking the same amount fucking it's it's kind of offensive what they did but you know people gotta get paid it is what it is right this is business right uh otherwise denver fucking rules i mean that was another sellout um you know hold on let me hit my weed right here right see this is for question four that passed that night we were in fucking denver on an election night and uh the fact is that ma- uh, marijuana is now recreationally accepted in fucking Massachusetts, my state. I've lived here my whole life, and uh, I'm very happy to see this happen. In fact, um, cannabis now is, is such a popular fucking topic. In fact, more people voted for cannabis um, legislation than uh, president in, in several states. Pretty much any state that had fucking cannabis on the ballot fucking was getting more votes uh, combined. Uh, than fucking any of the presidential fucking uh, candidates were getting combined. So, um, you know, <laughs> listen, fucking as, as an American, y- you want what's best for the country. And um, um, I don't know if Donald Trump's the best thing for the country. I, I don't want to give the motherfucker a shot. And I feel like I'm being a little bit too much of a PC fucking lay down and cry motherfucker by saying this, but... I do going to give the guy a little bit of a shot. And um, I think he's quickly um, proven us fucking... <laughs> he's quickly proven that he, he's the con that we all knew he was. Because uh, he's already reversed himself on several fucking campaign promises that a lot of you uh, Republicans were fucking strongly in favor of. Like, you're repealing Obamacare and stuff like that. 
Yeah. You know, like it's just, you know, some people do it. Don't buy everything you hear from the man. You know, fuck it. It's, you know, that's why you end up poor. Fucking, you didn't spend all your money. You'd be spiritually bankrupt on these. Fucking, uh, it's just, I don't know. What can I say? I'm sitting there on a the couch watching the election with Bonnie from fucking Napalm Death. And it was fucking interesting. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess they're going to be recounting some of these votes. I, I was shocked that he lo- uh, that she lost fucking Michigan and Pennsylvania. I was shocked. Uh, I expected Florida. I expected Wisconsin. But I did not expect Michigan and fucking Pennsylvania. And um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I am fucking ashamed, though. It's, you know, I'm ashamed mainly uh, just, I just feel like it's a step backwards. Um uh, you know, say what you will about Obama. Obama didn't really get shit done because fucking he had eight years of a Congress that fucking refused to pretty much work with them. And um, I think in the long run, fucking it's <laughs> I think Obama in the end was more conservative than anybody will ever give him credit for. Um, he was actually more, you know, hot on immigration than George Bush and, and a lot of these guys. He deported a lot of fucking people. And. I think that any reasonable fucking conservative person or anybody who's actually, fuck that, let's, let's stop fucking marginalizing shit. Anybody who's fucking educated could have fucking looked at that and seen what's going on. And uh, that's always kind of been my gripe, though, with a lot of uh, the right-wing fucking uh, pundits and fucking followers of that ideology is unfortunately I feel that a lot of you are misinformed. And in the spirit of excellence, in the spirit of making America great, in the spirit of being an elitist, fucking let's get fucking intelligent for once here. Fucking let's start doing, you know, fuck, let's stop being fucking idiots. Is that so hard to fucking, <laughs> you know, like fucking, I mean, it's fucking pretty broad generalization. But let me just put it to you this way. Fucking, I struggled with that result that night and then the next morning and then, the next day, we was in fucking Kansas, right? And and some jamoke fucking behind the fucking counter told Sam that the earth was flat, okay? Now, I know we're in Kansas, and it's flat, but it's also a red state. And I think about the guy behind the counter telling us that fucking the earth is flat, and I think about the motherfucker who didn't get the job. And I go, fuck, this is fucking crazy. It was even more crazy is that when you look to your left, you look to your right, in front of you, behind you, for 10 miles, there's nobody. There's nobody to challenge you. There's nobody to tell you you're a fucking idiot. There's nobody to fucking set you right or be correct. And in the end, fucking, I think that's what fucking is, like, an extremely complex problem with this country is that fucking the, the isolated fucking xenophobic shit like that is interfering with people's ability to fucking be reasonably fucking intelligent. And, uh... You know, what can I say? I mean, fucking, I, I could give you a whole fucking episode on this, but um, it's a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. And the Trump election completely electrified fucking every single fucking Napalm Death show from there on out. All right. I mean, we played the riot room the next night, Kansas, uh, Kansas City MO. All right. Uh, fucking sold out. I think fucking 200 fucking people slammed in there. Fucking mind blowing. I mean, I went, I went, I, St. Greenway, St. Greenway, fucking talked to him in the morning. And like I said to Bonnie, and I say to all of you right now, you want to fucking stop this shit from happening? You got to get fucking organized. You got to get fucking organized. Fucking the left wing fucking laid down for fucking eight years. 
I mean, most of it, though, was because of the simple fact is that most of the shit that the right wing was saying was so outlandish and untrue that fucking it, it wasn't worth fucking anybody's dignity or time to fucking suggest that you're wrong. You fucking birthed a crisis and all this bullshit, right? I mean, it's just so outlandish. It's not even worth fucking really defending. Um, but that's the thing is that fucking <laughs> the fucking Republicans fucking went for years just fucking saying whatever they wanted to say and they fucking ended up convincing themselves it was fucking true. I mean, it's all these, you got a fake news network guy who's fucking in charge of your fucking strategic fucking, you know, dealings now in the White House with fucking Bannon. I mean, this is just fucking amazing to me. It's just amazing that this happened. And uh, you can never really underestimate the power of uh, stupidity when and a lot of people get together in a big group. Right, George Carlin? That's what you said, right? Huh? <laughs> Uh, so anyways, fucking Kansas City, what can I say? Oh yeah, there's a ton of cops there. Fucking, some dude in a cardigan get kicked out of the fucking club <laughs> for like being an idiot. And he asked for a fucking refund. And he called the cops looking for a refund. <laughs> so fucking, they sh- they brought in two, uh, five cruisers. Five cruisers. Where each with five, it was a, two cops in each cruiser. So they had ten cops there. And then they had this foot patrol unit fucking meandering around the whole fucking joint the whole night. Fucking, they showed up. They had 12 cops there over like a $15 refund or some shit. Unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. Um, but yeah, so whatever. Fucking, I mean, Kansas City is, uh, actually, we had some really good pizza out there. Fuck, I didn't expect that one. Fucking, the little joint, I forget the name of it, fucking next door. It was actually some of the best pizza in the tour. Fucking garlic knots. Definitely an East Coast guy was making it. I don't know what the fuck the place was called, but it's right by the fucking riot room there in uh, Kansas City. So yeah, check it out. Um, we go to the Bottom Lounge next in Chicago, um, which was fucking great. Um, good party backstage that night. I was disappointed. I did not have any old style. And I was also disappointed because in the back of my head, I was hoping that Winterhawk was going to show up and just play instead. (laughs) I kept telling the sound guy that's what should happen, and it unfortunately didn't happen. Uh, nobody in my band, I think, likes Winterhawk. I played it for Jay. He said it was horrific. <laughs> like, so you know what can I say? Fucking, but it's my favorite Chicago band. I listen to a lot of Winterhawk on tour. So, um, yeah, uh, Bottom Lounge is cool. I mean, we went and got pizza somewhere. Actually, I had I didn't even have pizza. I had like a like a fucking chocolate chip cookie fucking deep dish pizza. Like I just I wanted dessert at like eleven in the morning. So you know, it was a nice cup of coffee. It was good. Uh, first time I ever played in Chicago, and it was it was good. It was prosperous. Prosperous, my lads. Fucking, um, but yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, by that time, we were still smoking Denver weed and shit. So, you know, fucking everything's fucking great. Uh, we went to Cleveland the next day to play the Agora. Uh, it's our second or third time there or something. How many times have I been there? I can't remember. Um, yeah, same old shit. Actually, no, it wasn't. We actually went out, Malik and I were joined by Mr. Paul. From Embalma, and he was gracious enough to take us up to what is it called? Lakewood? Lakewood? Is that what it is? Fucking all on the shore of the fucking Lake Erie. Never seen a ride like that before. I saw kite surfers in fucking Lake Erie. Fucking wow. That was fucking different. But we went to a restaurant called Melt, which I guess was on Man vs. Food. And uh, it was like all these melt sandwiches, grilled cheese, motherfuckers. You got the uh, eggplant palm, some good fries, fucking. Very good sandwich. Fucking got me started for the day. It was fucking perfect. And um, so, yeah, I mean, fucking that was tight, dude. Fuck, that was tight. Fucking Cleveland's always great. Fucking it's you really can't complain. Um, I could complain, though, that that was the last night with Misery Index. And uh, so it was a little bittersweet. Spent most of the night backstage drinking with them. 
the Pig Destroyer beer was introduced to me, and that was outstanding. And uh, Christ, there was there was a whole nother fucking um, is it called Three Floyds? Is that the name of it? Am I off on that? Three Floyds or some shit? Bunch of yeah, dude. We had several Imperials going around. There was a barley wine in the mix. Fucking, we got fucking feeling good, feeling good. Um, the next day, I woke up in Philadelphia. Fucking um, had a great fucking big brunch. Uh, sausage, biscuits, gravy, post eggs. Fucking, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, guy. Fucking uh, down somewhere around that area. I don't know what neighborhood that was in Philadelphia. Uh, Market Garden, Sun Spring Garden, somewhere around there, or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, but hey, Philadelphia is one of the great walking cities, and me and Sam easily did five to seven miles that day. I don't know what the fuck it was. We walked all the way down from Underground Arts down to South and Sixth Street. Fucking uh, went to the Rodin Museum. Fucking uh, you know sculpture. Didn't pay for it, but they have a nice little garden out front that you can meander and fucking look at the Thinking Man and all this shit. They have a door that's like uh, a scene from fucking uh, Dante's Inferno, fucking Paradise Lost, all that good stuff. Um, so that's cool. I mean, fucking like, I, I like going to museums. Like, we did more museums and more walking around and experiencing local culture in this tour than, um, any other American tour I've ever done. That's for sure. So it, it was, it was fucking really cool, man. Fucking, uh, we ended up down South street, went to a Pearson shop down there. Uh, met up with Kate fucking who, uh, former merch girl for suffocation. Um, I did not have the steak and cheese. Listen, I, I don't believe in, in Philadelphia steak and cheese. I think it's criminally overrated. And uh, fucking cheese whiz can go suck my dick. Fucking just horrific fucking sandwich. Horrific sandwich. You guys should be ashamed of that fucking sandwich. <laughs> okay, Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. So fucking, um, you know, fucking Philly was good. Actually, we and that's the thing. We met up with fucking underground. Uh, what was under? Uh, well, we went on a power trip that night. At uh, one night, we had fucking. What was it? We had a quite a fucking conference discussion there at one point. We had Cowboys fans with power trip. We had Eagles fans. With, uh, the dude from Pissgrave was there. And then um, the kid from fucking Full of Hell was there, too. So we had Ravens fans. And we were all talking shit on each other. It was fucking glorious. Fucking love good football talk. And fucking Power Trip showed up that night coming in hot. Fucking with the... I mean, fucking loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the attitude from you guys. Fucking... Um, so, yeah. I mean, it felt good to be back on the East Coast, though. Because we actually heard, like, horns honking and shit. Like, it was weird. Like, we didn't hear that anywhere else on tour. And, uh, you know, people were fucking miserable and it was fast paced. So I felt good to be home <laughs> amongst that peers. Uh, the next day, let's see, we go down to fucking Baltimore soundstage, uh, more of the same from there. Um, real quick Intel guys, don't get the fucking Buffalo chicken there. It's too sloppy. It's too soggy. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Get yourself the dry tenders instead. All right. I fucked up that decision. Soggy fucking tenders. Nothing worse than that. Um, but Soundstage Kills, fucking, it's a great fucking room. Um, again, tons of people. It might have been sold out. I don't know. We were watching the Patriots backstage lose to fucking uh, Seattle that night, which fucking sucked. Um, but they, again, as I said earlier, Pig Destroy was there. Uh, so there was a lot of joints, a lot of good partying. So we had a great time that night. Uh, the next day, I woke up in fucking Spencer, Massachusetts. Fucking where I am right now at my apartment. And I was able to sleep uh, in my bed until about 1.30. My mother, she came and picked me up. Hey, Ma. <laughs> Fucking uh, picked me up, dropped me off at the show. Uh, parents saw me along with my sister, Rebecca, and her boyfriend, J.D. 
and uh, that was a great show. That was another sellout. And I got to tell you, folks, that was the best Napalm Death set of the tour. And I take my hat off to you all. As massholes, as fucking human beings with dignity, I take my hat off to you for fucking invigorating that whole fucking set there. Fucking Christ, that was the most electrified audience of the entire tour uh, for Napalm Death. I mean, a fuck Trump chant. I mean, just... My God, fucking that room was in Bonnie's hand that night. I mean, and it just speaks to the testament and quality of fucking people that we have around here. People that are aware and people that won't take shit and fucking stick your fist up in the air and say something. Fucking that, that's the type of men that we need. That's the type of woman that we need. It's the type of people we need in this country. And that's what you're going to get fucking with Boston. So I, I was I was fucking so proud to see fucking everybody fucking showing up and, and giving it their all for that set. That was that was tremendous. Tremendous. Um, fucking, what did I eat that night? Spikes, like always. I'm in Alston. I eat spikes. It's been a tradition of mine for like 15 years. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, spikes is what's up. Um, next night, go down to New York. Fucking Les Poissons Rouge. Les Poissons Rouge. In La Village Greenwich, right? Fucking the Redfish in the, the, the Greenwich Village. It's actually a classical music club. Um, John Zorn was playing there and shit. Like, fucking... Wacky, fucking really good, really good room. Fucking uh, another sellout. Really good catering. Got to hand it to you guys there. Fucking uh, green room situation was tight, but uh, fucking you know y'all kept bringing in the beers. Fucking nice, fucking elaborate menu. I had the French dip sandwich, which was a uh, braised rib uh, with uh, an au jus dipping sauce. It was fucking awesome. And I split it with Jeremy. It was fucking killer. And then we had pizza across the street afterwards, too. Fucking because you're in New York. That's the proper thing to do. Um, oh, what a party that night. Ronnie from Lillingancy. Fucking uh, Terrence. Charlie. Suffocation. Fucking Christ. Fucking <laughs> like, you like, guys party hard that night. It was awesome. Christopher. Mr. McCarthy. Fucking without remorse. Internal bleeding. Fucking terrific. Fucking Really, really awesome people to be around, fucking, and it felt so good to be back home like that. So fucking good. Um, yeah, man, fucking. New York's all right. And that was like Manhattan, man, fucking. I've never actually played down there, so that was cool. Um, some of the, I mean, those, we, we lucked out. We got parking, I think, a block or two away, but the, the buses had to fucking go to New Jersey. They had to fuck right off and drive 10 miles to New Jersey just to fucking be there. So, yeah. I don't know, fucking, um, yeah, it's all so routine. You guys still here listening to me talk about this shit? Fucking Christ. It was really coming down, like, you know, the thing that separates them is how good the weed was and fucking <laughs> how the caterer it was that night. <coughs> uh, sorry for coughing the mic there. Creepy out, huh? Yeah, don't catch what I got. Uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Next show, uh, woke up and got fucking Mexican food down the street. About a, about a two-mile walk round trip. And uh, we were thrilled to sit out on a patio, Sam and I. And uh, they have these little fucking squirrels. Actually, the full-grown squirrels. But they're on the patio, too. And they fucking give you, like, endless fucking nachos. And, like, so they're feeding the fucking squirrels fucking cheeps. And fucking, you know, like, they're fucking putting them in their mouth and fucking running away with the cheep. And fucking, you know, it's just crazy, man. Fucking little squirrels with the cheep. Fucking just fucking funny, man. What can I say? When you see us... A giant squirrel running around with a giant cheap in its fucking mouth, and it's like a little sailboat. It's fucking, ah, oh, it's funny, dude. But, yeah, it was a really good, really good fucking food, man. <laughs> I mean, like, 
talking about that fucking dumb sickness I had last time. So much of that was induced by fucking pure exhaustion and malnourishment. So to come back this tour and have like a fully nourished fucking meal every goddamn day was fucking just a godsend. Loved it. Loved it. Um, took advantage of it every chance I could. Um, Arizona Pete's was the venue we played down there. A shit ton of taxidermy on the wall. Um, there was a mechanical bull that was rode by uh, about four or five tour uh, people. Uh, Power Trip was the best riders, and particularly Mr. Chris, bass player, fucking riding that thing like a fucking champ. Fucking tore everybody up, though. Everybody's all bruised up on the fucking hips and shit fucking from that damn bull. But uh, quite the sight to see that going on. Uh, you know, it's a vegan bull ride, too, mind you. So, you know, it's fun for the whole family. Um, but actually, Black Dahlia Murder broke down that night. That bus fucking shit the bed. So, it was like, you know, the whole thing got pushed back a little bit. We had a good night. Um, and actually, by that time, too, I'll just tell you real quick, if this is any hint of the success that Abnormality had, we really completely sold out of shirts by that point. We had a few fucking smalls and mediums left. Um, but, like, we were sold out of extra lodges, I think, before we got to fucking Boston. Uh, so, you know, we made our money. And uh, by that point, fucking everything was gravy. So... It was good to sit back. Um, good fucking wings that night uh, in the in the parking lot at the Arizona Pete's. They got a little food truck there called the Grill Sergeant. The Grill Sergeant, no. Fucking like some sort of fucking Ali Emery fucking motherfucker. No, it's it's just like some big mama fucking killing it in there with her fucking wings and fucking fries. Fucking really fucking good buffalo wings. So probably the best wings in the tour now that I think about it. That was fucking really good. Fucking right, dude. Hell yeah. Um, moving on to Atlanta, fucking the masquerade. Uh, we were the second to last show that ever will happen at the masquerade. If I might be correct, if I'm, if I'm wrong, it's only off by maybe one show. It might be the third to last. I don't know. Masquerade is a pretty classic venue down there. Um, that is, uh, it has like three or four rooms to play in. We played there as the same night as this band. She wants revenge. And, um, Ton of people. What can I say? Fucking uh, the pack in there is an absolute shit show. Uh, Mr. Kevin Chap showed up and uh, fucking packed in there and fucking <laughs> made quite the dilemma for some of the jazz bands that were playing down in one of the other rooms. But uh, you know, it was what it was. Kind of funny to deal with. Um, some of the best in-house catering though in all of America is in uh, Atlanta at the Masquerade. And so for that night, I think we. I, yeah, it was just like fucking uh, angel hair pasta with fucking uh, like a chili sauce. It was really good. And then like a chicken breast on the side. Some fucking vegan cookies and shit. Um, I thought they actually kind of under... They didn't go as balls deep as they normally do, mainly because it was like the end of the run for that club. And there were like three other fucking shows there that night. So, you know, pasta is pretty much an easy option at that point. Uh, but I've been there before for pulled chicken and shit. It's just been fucking phenomenal. So, yeah. Uh, afterwards, I went to the Claremont. We all went to the Claremont. Have you been to the Claremont? Let me tell you about the Claremont Lounge. For $10, you can go down there and see some of the most busted fucking strippers you've ever seen in your life fucking gallivant themselves in the middle of a fucking mirrored fucking stage at the center of the bar that is guided by two fucking real jackals that are fucking backing all sorts of fucking insults in every direction, fucking in between drink orders. Uh, I've never, I've never seen a strip club like this personally. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, I mean, I've been to the New Hampshire ones. I got a customer going to New Hampshire strip clubs where they really wouldn't show fucking you know, like nipple or fucking, you know, a vagine or anything like that. Um, and then like learning about like, you know, then experiencing 10 show club and all that. It's like a different, you know, different thing. And 
We've done Vegas strip clubs. I think strip clubs actually have become like almost like a ritual with a lot of tours. It's definitely one way to fucking really let back and let loose. Fucking, uh, it's not like anybody's getting action or anything like that, but it's just like, oh, God, get out of the van. I need some fucking strip club, you know? Fucking, it's, it's kind of therapeutic to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, but this club is fucking something else, guys. I mean, everybody's in there smoking. And, uh, but these strippers are fucking just, just meandering around this fucking venue. And, you know, like, excuse me, hon, gotta push in, I gotta suck and tuck here. It's just like these guts that are hanging out, like, oh, looking like, it's just fucking busted. And, like, they're all old. And, and, like, but that's what you get when you go to the Claremont. That's what you expect when you go to the Claremont. I mean, they sell shirts that say, I saw your mom stripping at the Claremont. Like, come on. Fucking, uh, some old broad there fucking went up there spanking her ass. I mean, all fiery, right? She was a fiery broad. And then she, she had those little fucking, like, a yeah, matchbook. And, like, those match, like, a legit matchbook with those fucking floppy cardboard matches. And she tied up around her nipples and tried lighting her nipples on fire in front of all of us. And she failed at it for, like, five minutes and, like, took up extra dance time just to do it. Like, fucking, it's just unlike any other strip club I've ever been to. Uh, in the meantime, they have country music playing, like, real deal, like, upright bass fucking. So you're sitting there and listening, oh, pictures on the wall, at the Stutler Brothers. Like, and it's just like, oh, my God. And these fucking whores are fucking just parading themselves around, and fucking people are fucking honky-tonking and everything. You've never seen anything like it. The Claremont Lounge. Atlanta, C-L-E-R-M-O-N-T. Fucking go check it out. It's, take a date there. Fuck it. You live once. Go experience it. Go experience it. The beers are reasonably cheap for a strip club. I, I will give you that. Um, but we had a tremendous time there. Lo and behold, the entire tour was there, and we closed that place out. It was awesome. And um, next day, we fucking uh, ended up in fucking New Orleans. I mean, Jesus Christ. If there was any way to like kind of make fucking the Claremont somewhat obsolete, it was go to fucking New Orleans the next day. Um, killer show, fucking. I think another sold out Siberia Club with like two hundred capacity. Uh, probably the best burger of the whole tour. Um, that Siberia restaurant's killer. Uh, maybe the best coffee next door. Fairgrounds Coffee. Check it out, folks. Next door. Get the chicory blend. The chicory blend is is a native fucking coffee bean from fucking uh, New Orleans, and uh, it's a uniquely American flavor. Fucking, you haven't had much American legit American coffee. Get yourself some nice chicory beans from fucking uh, New Orleans. Real, real good coffee. Real good coffee. Um, Siberia is a great time to play, man. I mean, it's it's packed. Uh, the bat we kind of got hosed on the whole backline thing. It's fucking you know, smugged in there like sardines, but the crowd was great. Um, Furthermore, too, it was a wicked party that night. I mean, fucking Alan Glassman got got married to Laura. Fucking, like, I'm not going to get too off on a tangent on that, but let's just put it to you this way. There was, like, 16 of our buddies fucking growing up from fucking years ago. I mean, guys that we haven't seen in years, all in fucking New Orleans, fucking coming out to the show to get married and shit the next day. And, uh, you know, you guys know Alan. We were talking about Gore Tory earlier. Alan's, you know, fucking playing guitar with them. He now plays in Job for a Cowboy. And, um... So it was just fucking kind of like surreal seeing all your friends like from the town next door fucking you grew up with fucking all be there. And uh, so, yeah, man, fucking uh, that, that was quite the party. We ended up going down to Frenchman Street afterwards to the uh, was it the Spotted Cat. Got me a nice beer there. Fucking and uh, we walked down to fucking Bourbon Street afterwards. I'm going to tell you right now. Fuck Bourbon Street. 
No interest whatsoever to see that ever again as long as I fucking live. It's an absolute shit show. It makes me not want to fucking drink. Okay? Fucking, it's just idiots everywhere throwing up, pissing, shit, and fucking trash. Fucking, it's loud. It's just boom, boom, boom. Fucking everywhere you go. Fucking, it's just, oh, I, I couldn't fucking, I did not enjoy myself. And I really wanted to, but it was three in the morning and I was fucking tired. I mean, you know, what can I say? Fucking, it's just overtired. But still, uh, I'd, I'd go back to Frenchman Street in a heartbeat and spend an entire day and night there. Fucking, that's that's the place to be to me. I want the jazz. I want the blues. I don't want no oons oons Jersey Shore bullshit, okay? Fuck Bourbon Street. Never going back there again. Uh, next day, okay, folks, we only got like four more shows. Hang in there. Next day, we go to Houston. We play at Numbers, which is a uh, pretty good club. Fucking uh, big club. It was like a discotheque, I think, too. They had like a Morrissey tribute there the night before, and we almost lost out playing there to the Morrissey thing. Like they had to like move it. Originally, we were told that we were playing the same club as Morrissey, but it just turned out it was a Morrissey tribute that could like draw just as well. <laughs> Who would have thought? But um, Sam and I walked down to the Houston Museum of Fine Arts. We took in a brilliant exhibit on Degas, uh, live classical music in the middle of it all. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful change of pace um, from the hectic fucking touring schedule. And, uh, you know, plus, they got, I mean, that, that museum district down there in Houston's fucking big. They got like 25 fucking museums or some shit. It's fucking massive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fucking, uh, and then like the, the Museum of Fine Arts has like five different buildings too. So we took in the paintings and then we go see the swords and the gold and all that shit, right? Um, Houston fucking, uh, what else did I do that day? Jesus Christ, I had a biscuit sandwich. Fucking, uh, I can't even remember where I ate. Oh, I ate a fucking jack-in-the-box. We don't get those back home. I had jack-in-the-box. Uh, next day, we go to San Antonio. Fucking saw Papa Dave Lozano down there. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Good to see you. Fucking staying active. Fucking, um, listen, fucking, I know that there was some controversy about fucking the Rockbox Club ripping off fucking Diamond Head with a, a, a whole situation. Uh, but as far as I know and everything I've heard, I don't think that crew is to blame any bit. Fucking, I, you know, I think it's a general misunderstanding from both parties, but uh, I don't think that Rockbox crew did anything wrong, personally. Um, I, mean, I mean, I'm aware that there was a check bounce, but, you know, they made every effort to fucking do it. You know, it is what it is. They're, they're, uh, with the holiday and um, I think it was like Veterans Day or something like that, that really fucked up everything and you know, the banks and all that shit. I don't know. Really out of my ways and pounds fucking even commenting on it. But I'm just going to put that out there because several people hit me up and said to watch out uh, when I went down there. Um, but, yeah, hey, it is what it is. Fucking it's business. Um, there was, like, nothing to eat around there. So we got, like, pizza delivered, and it fucking sucked. It was, it was bad pizza. Um, well, actually, you know, it was good when it was hot, but it really sucked when it got cold. Um, afterwards, I, I had Whataburger for the first time. And, um... <sighs> I was thinking about doing a whole special about this, but uh, listen real quick. I don't think Whataburger is as good as fucking Culver's, okay? I think Whataburger is outstanding. It's outstanding. It's phenomenal. Um, but I'll tell you, though, I don't think the burger itself beats out Culver's. What's working for fucking Whataburger is that mustard. That Dijon, that, that's a real Dijon-type mustard. That's a, a, a tremendous fucking condiment that you p- folks provide down there. Tremendous condiment. Probably the best mustard in all of America for fast food. All right? And 
the portion is fucking astounding what they give you. I mean, it's like the size of your fucking face, fucking. And I got the double. I was an idiot. I should have just had the one, you know, the single guy, right? Um, but, you know, honestly, if you didn't have the fucking Dijon on it, I don't know if that flavor is going to match up with Culver's. Culver's, I think, is the best fucking burger in America, fast food. And uh, I just can't see fucking Whataburger overtaking it. I do think that Whataburger is the top three, without a doubt, burger uh, in, in America for fast food. But uh, Culver's fucking top of the food chain. What can I say? So a lot of hype going into Whataburger. A lot of people telling me about it for years and years. And uh, that, that's my review of it, okay? And the fries were good, too. Don't get me wrong. The fries were great. And they're all open 24 hours. That's fucking retarded. Fucking, you guys are maniacs down there in Texas. Jesus Christ. Um, last show of the tour with Napalm Death ends in Dallas at the Gas Monkey Bar and Grill. Uh, I don't know who the guy is. Fucking some dude, some reality star in the Discovery Channel. He owns the club. Uh, but I'll tell you, I wish there was more fucking millionaires who own clubs. Because fucking the, the treatment there is outstanding. Uh, you know, we had a, a driver and a runner. We all got, you know, we went and got fucking Waffle House. They drive us fucking a mile down the road to get it. You want a shower? They take you in the golf cart across the street to the, to the Gas Monkey Live venue. Fucking, uh, they give you a food voucher. Food voucher, dude, I got a fucking $18 brisket plate down there for fucking free. You know, like, come on. You, you can't beat that. Two sides. Two fucking sides with truffle fucking mac and cheese. Fucking outstanding. Um, you play outside when you're there, which is always interesting because you get this like breeze that kind of comes up fucking from behind you. So like your hair's blowing in a weird way. <laughs> it makes headbanging interesting. Um, but you know, like it's cool. I mean, it's a really cool, like nice venue. And, uh, like I said, if more millionaires old fucking venues like that and took care of it, fucking the world be a better place. <coughs> you you probably heard me talk about Gas Monkey in the fucking last thing, if you ever heard me, the, the last tour recap, because we, we did that like three or four shows in. So, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, but, yeah, and then to finish it up, fucking we say goodbye to Napalm Death. We go to Memphis for the last show of the tour with Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, yo, Memphis is fucking awesome. Um, we went to Stax Museum of, like, uh, soul music and shit. And, um... Fucking, uh, so I got to see, like, Albert King's guitar, fucking Isaac Hayes' fucking Cadillac, fucking sick. And it's like, you go in the room where everything, like, Studio A, where everything gets tracked there, you know, like, fucking tons of stuff's tracked there. Um, Sam Cooke, you know, fucking, uh, Jesus, it's stacked music. It's a, it's a fucking legendary fucking place, and for $10, it was a great little tour to take. Um, that whole town, though, smells like charcoal, like barbecue and charcoal. I love it. Fucking, I counted six little fucking barbecue places on the way over. And when I mean little, I mean it's some dude with a fucking smoker, a cooler, and a truck. Fucking selling barbecue. And, uh, man, that was the... It might have been the fucking craziest crowd of the tour in Memphis. Fucking awesome energy. All fucking, just nonstop. Fucking headbang in the front. Constant movement in the back. Everybody's hands in the air. Fucking tremendous. Tremendous fucking energy. Um, fucking, and then you go outside and they get this dude selling barbecue, fucking like right there, fucking, like so you know I had to get some fucking. Um, I admittedly I never had a corn dog before. It was my first corn dog. Life has changed. Fucking life has no meaning. Um, and then I followed up later with a uh, I asked for a piece of chicken when it wasn't ready yet, so I went back there and then it turned out they had pulled pork, 
and this guy was so generous. He gave me the fucking uh, the, the the chili with the pulled pork and then an entire chicken leg, fucking on top of it, fucking uh, for like the like six bucks. It was you know he wanted me to have a good fucking first introduction to Memphis barbecue and fucking. I cannot thank you enough, mysterious dude, by that club who was selling shit that night. <laughs> it was awesome, man. So uh, it was like the perfect meal to end the tour with, honestly. Um, you know, I mean, from there we said goodbye to Black Dahlia Murder, fucking, and um, that was that. I mean, backed out, woke up the next day in fucking Chattanooga, fucking, and drove. It was like a spent twenty four hours in the van on the way home. Um, fucking, oh, I had Panera for the first time. In last time, too. Fucking, that place sucks. Fucking, I had a turkey sandwich. What a fucking poor excuse of a turkey. Fucking, I, I got really pissed eating that Panera sandwich. It was just garbage. Fucking, just bad ingredients. Just just sucks. I think it's probably the most overrated restaurant I've ever been to in my life is Panera. So, yeah, been there. Done that. <laughs> uh, but getting back into the swing of things here has been fucking been awesome. Uh, with four days off, uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving, like, that day or morning, because I got home at like two in the morning, like that Thursday. So you know, to wake up, go have turkey over here in East Brookfield, then go to my parents' house after was fucking killer. Um, spent the day yesterday, Black Friday, playing fucking video games. Same with Saturday too. What yesterday is that? I don't know. Who cares? And here I am Sunday, and the Patriots are coming on in about fucking fifteen minutes. So I'm gonna be wrapping this up. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. I know it's been a long one, but and it's just me rambling the whole time. But it's what it is right. That's what you came here for, I think. Anyway, so, well, whatever. Um, again, thank you so much to anybody that came out, though, on tour uh, and supported us. Bought merchandise, gave us a place to stay, bought us beer, bought us weed, passed us the joint. Fucking whatever's clever, dude. Fucking, like, you guys, I, there's so many of you I can't even begin to thank. Uh, it was so successful, I can't really convey the gravity of the success to you guys. It was just, it was just an extremely uplifting fucking, uh, you know, tour for everybody I think and uh, really couldn't be happy to fucking do it and to be here talking about it right now it's just not a shred of animosity anywhere you know it's just nothing but fucking good old fashioned fun so yeah can't wait to do it again can't wait to build upon the momentum that we have going right now and uh, you know we're looking forward to doing bigger and better things so you know that's what's up All right. All right, guys, thanks for checking me out today. I'll be back again soon uh, with some more episodes once uh, we get everything all together and integrated. I've got several guests lined up. Just, uh, you know, got to make it happen, okay? Love you guys. Take care.